the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. So excited that you're here today. I'm Dwan Bat Twyford. I'm America's most sought after real estate investor, and I'm the host of this amazing podcast. We're doing so great, everyone. We've got over 800 five-star reviews with written uh, testimonies, which are so fantastic. And we're just growing and growing. We're in like 37 countries. I mean, I cannot believe it. We're getting ready to come up on our 200th episode in August. We'll have our 200th episode. I have really been sticking in my game here with this, right? I took off a month. Uh... There in the beginning, not in the very beginning, but I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. I was like, oh, I need to take a minute and get my health under control. Took off about a month or six weeks there. And then last summer, you know, I had the big surgery. See my big scar, my pirate scar. I had that uh, parathyroid and I took off about six weeks there. And I started adding other fun things and interviewing people and just really making this podcast even better than it already is. And we're rolling up on 200. Like, that's no joke. 200. I'm charting all over the country, all over the globe. Um, And the global podcast under the business category, I'm really climbing up in those ranks, like, way, way, way up. So, it's pretty darn exciting. All right. So, um, our motto here at Wonderful is people before profits. So, if that resonates with you, you are at the right place. I like to start off every week having drinks with Dwan, and you know me, I'm a live enzyme, but you know what? I'm drinking spring water. I finally really spent a minute and read about all the waters. I read about Dasani and um, Aquafina, which I've been drinking for, you know, 180 shows. And I really read about that versus spring water versus, 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 versus. And even though I like those flavors better, I'm not so much a spring water girl. Uh, I want to do everything I can for my health, so you will see me drinking spring water. I have Arrowhead. I think Arrowhead, um, if I'm not mistaken, Arrowhead is from Colorado, actually. So, I am now spring water girl. Do my live enzymes taste the same? They taste exactly the same. When I drink the regular, just a bottle of water, it's not quite the same. And I also have been drinking a lot of my well water. We had it tested. Our well water is really great. So, but I like the things in bottles because I'm always mixing stuff in there to, you know, get a variety of things besides just water. Mm. So good though. I think I might even feel a little bit better. I don't know. So uh, I'm going to read my five star review today. This one says, just Wow giving five stars to encourage others to hear your point of view and think about what you've said. Your amazing advice and information are priceless. Thanks, Dwan. Highly recommended to everyone. From Doris Hopper, United States of America, on iTunes. So thank you, Doris. 
I appreciate that so much. Like, you all have no idea. Um, I have this, uh, um, it's a, some kind of a website. It's called, what is it called? Um, anyway, it finds all your new reviews and it emails them to you. So you can just, like, print them all out. I printed out, like, 20 on this day. And I have another stack over there with another 20 or 30 that are the new ones. So I just really, every time I get them, I'm just, I'm like, wow, these are unbelievable. So thank you so much, you guys. Really, it's on the bottom of my heart. Oh, makes me happy. All right, so cheers. Remember why we do cheers? Mm. We do it to wake up your brain. Ugh, take a stretch, take a stretch, take a stretch, take a stretch. Yeah, 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 take a stretch. Ah. Get a good breath. Shake off whatever negativity you got going on and clear your mind. Honestly, just like a couple snaps or a clap or just anything can just kind of break your train of thought. So I always want you to just sort of have your mind as open as possible when I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you from 30 years of experience. And every single thing I teach, I've done. The good thing is if you just listen to, I actually, if you listen to the one coming up next week, I, uh, I recorded it, well, I'm recording uh, the next two weeks right now. So I don't know why I did next week's first, but anyway, I'm going to talk about permits and why you need them. And, and always when I teach you something, I always say, hey, how do you think I found that out? Well, I found it out because I did it. Now, it is the summer. It is July. It is July 20th. 20th. It is July 20th. I know a lot of you are rehabbing houses, and I love rehabbing. So let me just tell you something I learned the hard way. Uh, I, As you know, I started off in Fort Lauderdale. So I started off rehabbing in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach County, Broward and Palm Beach County. And I remember one of my very first rehabs. Now, you know, the first four or five, I, I lived in them. So I lived in them, rehabbed them, sold it, moved, lived in it, sold it, moved, lived in it. And I did that until Ada started kindergarten. So now, Ada starts kindergarten, so she's five. So I don't know, I'm like six or seven, eight rehabs in. Not a whole lot, but I'm making good money. I'm hitting like, you know, 25 to 50 grand a deal. And this is 30 years ago, so I'm making serious, for me anyway, I'm making like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm making this much money. This is the greatest thing ever. So now... I'm living in Boca Raton, and I'm rehabbing a house that's in, not actually Fort Lauderdale, but like Lauder Hill or uh, something. We'll just say Lauder Hill. I can't remember the exact uh, town it was in, but it was a 30-minute drive. The point is that. So, not every house in every city and every state has a sprinkler system. And so I, at this point, Ayla was in kindergarten. I was living in Boca Raton, and the house I was living in had a sprinkler system. And when I was living in all my rehabs, I always watered the yards, you know, because I'm living there. So this is my first one that I'm rehabbing that I'm not living in it, and it's 30 minutes away. So I get the house all done. It's all beautiful. I'm working with my partner. We're like, oh, this house looks great. And the very last thing that we did was we landscaped <laughs> the house. <coughs> and you're like, Okay, Dwan, that's not funny. Um, we landscaped at last. The very last, last, last. After the last handyman left, the last everybody left, nobody was there but us. 
We landscaped the house. We put in grass. We put in palm trees. We put in a bunch of bushes. But the thing is, the front yard was deep. It was very deep, 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 probably 30 feet deep. Big front yard. And we put grass in the whole thing. Because we had all the contractors there, people driving trucks, da, da, da. We didn't want to wreck all of our beautiful grass and landscaping. And then I realized I live 30 minutes away. So now I'm looking all over the house. I'm looking outside. I'm looking for the I'm looking for the little sprinkler box. And I realized only at that very moment the house doesn't have a sprinkler system. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, there's no sprinkler system. I live 30 minutes away, and I just planted thousands of dollars worth of landscaping. <laughs> well, what am I going to do? Am I going to drive over here every other day and pray that it rains? It wasn't raining. It was hot. It's Florida. It's July. My grass was frying by the minute. Yeah, I could have had a neighbor do it, and I tried to do that, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I found myself, like, every third day driving over to this house and really watering it. And I even got those um, sprinklers, you know, that, that go back and forth and, like, hit a lot of a territory. I didn't know back then that you could put things on timers. I even looked into putting in a full sprinkler system. But this house had a really, really super big front yard and a backyard, like just a lot of ground um, for that particular area. It was almost like someone took two lots and made a house on it. And a lot of grass, which I was like, hey, what a great yard. Someone's going to buy this house. The kids are going to play. They're going to love it. And anyway, uh, so I put it on the market, and I didn't, this is one of the ones, and then 99% of every house I've ever sold in my entire life, in my whole 30-year career, I've had them sold or under contract within the first 30 days. I hardly ever list one. I put open houses. I advertise an open house. Everybody shows up. They buy my houses. Now, of course, right now, this very market, this very day, if you, uh, like a house, uh, two, two, a couple doors down, went, uh, they put a sign up on, I don't know, three days ago, and it's already under contract. But this was back, I mean, this is one of my back, this is like 25 years ago, it's like 27 years ago, I still remember it. So I'm driving every couple days, and it's, and there's, like, no mercy with the rain. It's like, oh, Lord, please, for the love of God, let it rain. No. And I'm driving, 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 back and forth, back and forth, and I don't, I, so I, get, I try to find someone to do a sprinkler system, and then I find out how much that's going to cost, and it's really not in my budget. And then I put some, uh, so when I go, you know, I have the thing, the water hose, uh, the sprinkler thing that, you know, sprinkles the whole yard. And so finally, I'm like, okay, I got to find a neighbor. So I had mentioned to one of my neighbors, like, oh, you know, I'll be at work, but I don't have time. So I found like a 13-year-old kid. And I was like, listen, I will pay you $100 a week if you will water the back and the front yard four times a week, like every other day. Like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, like that, like four times, because it was really hot that summer. And this kid's like, oh my God, I heard a lot this week. So I went to the parent, made sure it was okay first, obviously. And then I said, look, I got these sprinklers, I got this, I got that, but I need you to come over and I need you to saturate this for like 30 minutes because hot, 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 hot. So he did, thank God, this little kid, he came over. And again, I was like, and I know 100 bucks a week, 30 years ago, this kid probably was like, oh my God, I died and went to heaven. I've got $100 a week. Which was, you know, a ton of money, a ton of ton. I, mean, I probably could have paid him 20 and he'd have been happy. But I really wanted to make sure he did it and he didn't miss any days. So I cleared it with his mom. Does he have the schedule? Is he on Little League? Is he at football? Like, what's he doing? Does he play soccer? What's he got going on? Can he do this four days a week? Yes, he can. Do you mind if I hire him? You know, and all that. 
So this kid literally saves me because you know how much time it takes to drive 30 minutes, spend an hour watering everything and drive 30 minutes back when I'm also single momming and I'm rehabbing other houses and I had all kinds of stuff going on. And I was like, the heck was I thinking about that? So after that one house, so the point of all this, so after that one house, I started really recognizing that a lot of houses don't have sprinkler systems. And I, I do, we do deals all over the country. And most people don't have a sprinkler system in their yard. Most people don't. Like maybe if you live in Arizona or uh, Florida, some of those states, and you have a nicer house, but most don't. So what I always tell everyone to do now is landscape your house first, like right out of the gate. Put some lipstick on it, make it look good, landscape it right out of the gate so that if there's any watering or taking care of, you have yourself, you have your crew, you have your guys, your girls, whoever you got, and you have those people that will make sure that nothing dies and everything lives. Now, on some houses, I know you want to do like a bunch of fancy landscaping, the house has to be painted, a whole lot of things have to be done. But as soon as the things are done that are around the house, like the painting or whatever, landscape that baby and have someone follow it. Now, you might think, well, I could just put in a sprinkler system. Well, find out what the cost of a sprinkler system is, and is, a, is the cost of the entire ripping up the yard, putting in the pipes, putting in the sprinklers, putting all that in, is this cost of the sprinkler system going to actually make you any extra money? Because people living in their houses will water their yards. Even at our house in Florida right now, um, Everyone, I, the whole subdivision, every single house was built with a sprinkler system. But I see people outside all the time watering their yards and watering their bushes and trimming and taking care of things because they're yardsy kind of people and they like doing that. Me personally, no. I want my sprinkler system to come on. I want a guy to come and cut my weeds, cut my trees, cut my bushes. I'm not a yard girl. Okay, so landscape first. And plus when you landscape, if you paint the house on the outside, then you landscape it right away. The neighbors want to know what's going on. The neighbors will start coming over and say, hey, can I see the inside of your house? No, it's not ready yet. We'll let you see it when we're done. Because if you let people see the inside of your house before it's finished, and they don't have that rehabber mind that we do, that where we can see the end product, when they see it all torn apart and then they see it all put back together, their mind is thinking, how did they do that? Like, where did all that stuff go? Like, why does this house look like that? What There were holes in the walls. What did they do? Did they, is this like a scab rehab? Or did these people do a good job? They don't know. So I have found that letting people look through my rehabs as they go through them, none of them ever buy because they're nosy neighbors and doesn't help you sell your house any faster. Okay, so say no. But let them look at the outside and say, oh, it's almost ready. It's almost ready. We're going to have an open house soon. A couple more weeks. Just hang in there. You'll be able to see the inside. Just let me get the inside done a little bit better. But make the outside look beautiful. And really, the outside should look beautiful because you can spend $5 million on the inside. But if people don't love it from the outside to want to go to the inside, they'll never see what you did. So spend some money on the outside. Curb appeal. Curb appeal. Curb appeal is your friend. It's how you sell your houses quickly. Okay, now, your life equity this week is mental. I have interviewed a bunch of people lately that have these whiteboards that they put in their shower. Now, I have, if you look back on my uh, wonderful page, I have a 16-foot, I have a big-ass whiteboard right here in my office, so I do not have one in my shower. But I'm going to recommend that you get one, or not, 
But I want you to write down three affirmations and say them uh, when you're in the shower or when you're brushing your teeth or if you're shaving. Like find something that you have to do every single say, solitary day and say three affirmations during that time. Now, I like to say affirmations out loud, so I, I would not recommend doing them when you're brushing your teeth. So I think the shower board is kind of a neat idea. So when you're wash your hair, you can say, I am an amazing person. People love me. People are attracted to me. People want me to help them solve their property uh, problems. And so, I mean, I, I could give you 20 affirmations I say about myself all the time because I only speak positive things to myself. Your mind believes what it hears. So if you speak negative things to your house, to yourself, your mind hears it and believes it. If you speak positive things to yourself, your mind hears that and believes that too. So three affirmations. An affirmation would be something good about yourself. I'm an amazing person. People love me. People want to work with me. People desire to be in my presence. Whatever. I am thin. <laughs> I am healthy. Claim it, say it, do it. Three a day. But I like the whiteboard and the shower idea. All right. Go to dwonderful.com to get your top seven real estate investing strategies for free. Also, at Dwonderful on the book and on the gram. I have all kinds of free stuff all the time to help you learn and educate you. Remember, the truth is in the red letters. And I'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Woohoo! Ciao! Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams dream a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.